You're listening to the 49 Carats Podcast, a 49ers goldmine production with Stephanie Sanchez. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another edition of the 49 Carats Podcast. I am your host, Steph, and oh my God, we just finished watching such a terrible performance from the 49ers. And unfortunately, I have to talk about it. So uh that's what we're gonna do here on this live but uh i'm even wearing my special shirt for those of you watching on video i'm wearing my this is fine shirt because i was wearing my debo samuel uh jersey earlier but after that performance i really had to uh you know bring out the appropriate attire for the occasion and uh let's just get right into this freaking game and what the hell went wrong uh I mean going into the game after a terrible loss last week the 49ers made a pretty they they did a pretty good job of uh you know lightening up the mood there was a lot of positive storylines going into the game uh the trade for CMC Jim Harbaugh and the 2012 team was celebrated this game it was national tight ends day uh you know you think about the fact that it was rematch of the Super Bowl the 49ers revenge game yes let's go none of that mattered unfortunately because the 49ers absolutely shit the bed today uh look news before the game Traverius Ward Teleno Hufunga they were both active that was obviously huge right or so we thought so we thought I guess it could have been worse if both of those guys were out but I'm gonna get more into that in a bit but Mooney Ward did not play a good game today I don't know if it just because he wasn't 100% but boy that it, it was just a, a bad game all around. So let's let's just recap what the hell happened, okay? 49ers get the ball first, okay, to start the game. Jeff Wilson Jr., he, w- he was the one who started at running back after all the talk of CMC potentially starting. Well, Wilson, he got off to a good start. He got eight yards on the very first play. Then, you know, Jimmy connected with George Kittle and uh, – That was a big gain for 18. And then CMC comes in. We're all very excited. He comes in on the third play. They fake it to him. And Jimmy throws one a little too high, ended up being incomplete. Uh, CMC's first carry ended up being a toss, and he got the first down. CMC's first few carries were awesome. You're like, wow, like, okay, like, this is what we got him for. He he got, like, a few uh, first downs right off the bat. And the running game early in that first drive was rolling. They, uh, I think they started off with four carries for 38 yards, and they were able to get in the red zone. They got into a third and short situation in the red zone. Jimmy Garoppolo targeted Brandon Ayuk, uh, but Ayuk, with his arms extended, couldn't hold on to it. Uh, so an awesome first 10-play drive of the game results in just three points. And that's kind of the story of the offense. And I'm not putting blame on either side. I'm blaming both sides today, okay? Both sides of the ball, I think, didn't do enough to win. Of course, the defense gave up 44 points. But the offense as well had several opportunities in this game to Put up more than just three points. You, you're not going to win putting up field goals on every drive, especially when you have some good drives where you're getting into the red zone. You have to put up points on the board, preferably more than three. 
um, against the Chiefs, especially if you know that your defense is not playing well. Of course, this very first drive, the 49ers offense, Kyle Shanahan didn't know the type of performance that his defense was going to be putting up today. So I guess give him credit on that one decision to go for the field goal here. Uh, but all the other ones, uh, I, I would have been, you know, maybe a little more aggressive. Touchdown obviously would have been nice. Uh, this offense, clearly they needed to score against this Chiefs team really quickly. Let me go to some comments here because I know you guys want to get some things off of your chest as well. Ronnie here says, defense didn't show. We need to tackle with Kinlaw and Armstead out. No pressure up the middle. Yeah, absolutely. This defense is missing those guys up the middle a lot. And it was kind of masked by other performances, um, you know, other games where they were able to win without them. But for the most part, yeah, they've been missing those guys a lot. And, yeah, I mean, Kinlaw's on IR. Armstead, I don't think he's going to be back this uh, against the Rams, maybe. But I, with the bye week so close, they probably wait to play him until after the bye week. But who can really say? But, yeah, definitely the 49ers defense missing both Kinlaw and Armstead, uh, you know, in the interior. Some random Patriots fan in the comments says, the NFC is so wide open, the 49ers could still easily win the NFC despite the so slow start. Yes, they could. I, I know. I know they could. I mean, they're they're 3-4. They're not in first place in the NFC anymore. I believe the, the Seahawks did win today, right? So I think they're in first place in the NFC. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you're right. The NFC is still wide open. There's a lot of bad teams uh, right now. And so, yes, the 49ers do still have time to figure it out. But these games are very frustrating because you know they could play better. You know they have the ability to do more, and yet they put together these performances, and we kind of just leave ourselves, you know, scratching our heads. We don't know why a team that's so good has so many poor games like this. That's – oh, yeah, thank you. Uh, the defense gave up 42, not 44. Um, yeah, so th that's the frustrating part of, you know – these types of games is, you know, they should be able to do better uh, than that. So that that's all I'm saying. I'm, I'm disappointed. I, I know there's still a chance in the season, obviously it's, it's, uh, it's a long season, but yeah, the, this, these performances aren't encouraging, right? Uh, the chiefs offense on their first drive of the game, Isaiah Pacheco, he got the start, his first start of the season. And the defensive line uh, seemed to be all over Pacheco's first carry. So I thought, okay, this is great. This is good. Fred Warner all over the screen pass and Miko Hardman. And then the Chiefs get into a quick third and seven. And so you're thinking, okay, perfect. Like this is right where we want them. But getting off the field on third down is important. So what did the 49ers do on this first Chiefs offensive drive? Tashawn Gibson jumps the route um, and then the ball Goes up in the air and Teleno Hufunga cleans it up for the interception. And that was Hufunga's third interception of the season. Unfortunately, that was a great that was a great play on third and seven. Don't get me wrong. It was a great play. I was very happy. I was very pumped. I yelled, scared my cats. They were sleeping. Uh, that was a great play. But unfortunately, after that, the 49ers could the defense could not get off the field on third down. And so had they had more third down plays like that one, that interception, maybe we were talking about a different game, but unfortunately that was probably their only good 
play on third down in this game. Uh, but the, you know, they, they were able to get the ball back uh, to the 49ers offense. And so the 49ers get the ball back. Great field position. They start on the Chiefs 34. Ty Davis-Price got some action on this drive. On second and seven, Garoppolo threw a high dart to Debo Samuel for a gain of 23. Set them up around the 10-yard line. CMC comes in for this one. He draws attention by the defense. And Jimmy looking patient in the pocket. Great protection. He was able to find Ray Ray, Ray McLeod for the score. And then the 49ers were able to go up 10-0. So you're thinking at this point, okay, the 49ers are up 10-0. They're up by 10 against the Chiefs. I've seen this before. Uh, don't quite remember when. But, uh, <laughs> you know, you know that the 49ers have to keep this up on both sides of the ball, right? Like the defense had just put together a pretty good stop by getting that turnover on Mahomes, and the 49ers offense was able to capitalize. And so you think this is the key to winning this game. They just have to keep this up. Easier said than done. At that point in the game, the 49ers had 97 total yards, and the Chiefs had just three. The Chiefs just had three on the one drive they had. Uh, but on the Chiefs' second drive, uh, they the Chiefs got into an early third-and-one situation. But again, this is, this is where the third downs become an issue for pretty much the rest of the game for the 49ers' defense. Travis Kelsey, he's wide open. He gets a huge play for 28 yards. Mahomes then escapes the pocket, rolls to his right, throws a sidearm dart to Mecole Harmon that gets the Chiefs in the red zone. And the defense is able to force another third down now with the Chiefs' offense in the red zone. But again, the defense is not able to get off the field on third down. Mahomes throws a nice pass at Kelsey for a touchdown, but both teams were called for offsetting penalties on the play. So they have to redo the third and fourth. So defense kind of catches a break on that one. They got to do it again. Chiefs get the first down with Juju Smith-Schuster and Bosa's called for his second neutral zone infraction of the day uh, on the following play. Chiefs got the touchdown off the handoff to Nicole Hardman. And just like that, the Chiefs score, and the score is now 10-7, and the Chiefs cut it down to three points. And we we knew going into this game how quickly this Chiefs offense can score. So it was no surprise that they were able to march down the field after being down 10-0 and cut the lead down to three. No one was surprised by that, but this is exactly what you don't want, right? To get back, to get into some back and forth game with the Chiefs offense, because more often than not, they're going to come out on top. That's the kind of game they want to play to have a back and forth with your offense, right? Like, because it works for them, they know they can score with ease. And the question at this point was, can this 49ers offense keep up, right? The 49ers following drive. Two minutes, two minutes left in the first quarter. With the offensive line, to that point in the game, they were putting on a pretty good game in, in the first quarter there. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo had time to throw. Uh, he was able to get a uh, you know, couple plays uh, to his player. He got a short gain on Debo. Uh, they were in a qu- quick third and long situation. They, they were able to convert on, on the throw to Ayuk for a gain of 22. And then Jeff Wilson Jr., was called for a false start. The first of many penalties in this game. Can we talk about that? Because we're going to, a lot of people are going to focus on the fact that, okay, the defense couldn't get down 
uh, get an, off the field on third down. And then people are also going to focus on the fact that the offense just didn't score. They were putting up too many field goals when they should have been going for touchdowns. But the penalties in this game on both sides of the ball absolutely killed drives as well. So that's, I think, is another uh, – it, it's it's a storyline of this game that is not going to get as much attention as everything else. But, my God, that – it's going to be hard to win for any team to win when you're shooting yourselves in the foot um, at every turn. So the penalties did not help the 49ers today and uh, put them in a lot of, uh, you know, long situations that they didn't need to be. And on the defensive side of the ball, it gave the Chiefs offense, you know, free free yards. They don't need free yards. They're pretty freaking good on their own. And uh, this defense just gifted them free yards as well. So both sides of the ball, was they were both guilty um, of several penalties in this one. Look, at the end of the first quarter, though, the 49ers were averaging 7.5 yards per play. The Chiefs were averaging 6.3. So you're thinking, okay, this is good. If the 49ers can keep this up throughout the game, this could be a good one. They just need to score, right? So CMC, he gets his first carry of the second quarter, and he gets another first down on the screen out of the slot. He's so, so good. He was at at that point in the game. He had four touches for 44 yards. Um, you know, at the start of the second quarter. And so he's just as good as advertised. I mean, we we knew that's why we were so excited that they got him. But on third and seven, Jimmy Garoppolo, he got sacked by Chris Jones working against Mike McGlinchey. Mike McGlinchey, terrible today. Absolutely terrible today. And I'll, I'll talk about that more in a bit, but that was just one of many uh, bad snaps that Mike McGlinchey put together for this game. Uh, but the 49ers, despite not being able to finish on that drive and not able to get a score, luckily they're still able to get a field goal, right? I mean, I guess three points is better than zero points. Robbie Gold nails the 50-yard field goal. And so the 49ers were then able to extend their lead to 6-13-7 at that point. But again, field goals are good against most teams. You're like, I'd probably be a little frustrated, but then also still be happy. But when we're playing the Chiefs, I'm not happy with field goals. Field goals feel like zero points when you're playing the Chiefs. Like, it's just not enough. So that's that's how I felt at that point in the game. Like, okay, you have to wonder, you're down six. We just saw how quickly the Chiefs offense can score. They can score, and then they're up one. So now you can kind of guess what happened after that. Chiefs following drive. They got the ball on their own 10-yard line after getting called for holding on the kickoff. Telenohu Funga, he laid a hard hit on Chiefs tight end Fordston. And after coming off a concussion the previous week, he was slow to get up and uh, immediately taken to the Blue Medical Tent to be evaluated. Tarverius Moore came into play in his place. And uh, that I was worried at that point because I was like, man, we can't lose Hufunga because – the drop-off between Hufunga and Moore, I, I think, is pretty significant, especially against Mahomes, right? Like, he's going to carve you up. So, uh, not not great, but Teleno Hufunga, he was able to come back into the game uh, after being evaluated for a shoulder surgery. He came in a little bit after uh, in that same drive. Um, 
Mahomes with great protection in the pocket. He threw it to Kelsey despite being held by Jimmy Ward. Another penalty on the def- on the defense this time. Jimmy Ward didn't have so great of a game either. And I think part of that is we got to remember this is pretty much his full first game of the season for Jimmy Ward. He didn't play at all. The, I think he when he broke his hand, it was on the first play of last week's game. So that didn't really count as a game for him. It was just one snap. That was the only snap. he. I think he played two snaps technically because he went back in after that. But you know what I mean? He hasn't played really at all this season. So Jimmy Ward, obviously rusty, and it definitely showed in this one, unfortunately. Glad to have him out there, but <sighs> tough, tough sledding. Next play, Kerry Hyder rushing in from the interior. He's able to get to Mahomes' legs as he makes a throw, and it does fall incomplete, but the play is negated and played again due to another pair of offsetting penalties. And The Chiefs get into a third and one at about midfield, but Omenahue is uncalled for an offsides, and they gift the Chiefs a first down. And this is now an issue in the game. You know, I already talked about it, but this is an issue, right? Several penalties by the 49ers defense already, and it's giving the Chiefs free yards and free first downs. You can't do that against this Chiefs team. They can they can get yards on their own. They don't need your help. Please, they don't <laughs> they don't need your help to get yards and first downs, okay? They it was it was frustrating. It was frustrating. And so the Chiefs ended up scoring again on that drive. Miko Hardman, again, to make it worse, on a jet sweep his second of the day. Chiefs went up 14-13. What did I say? What did I say before this drive? That you're only down six and the Chiefs could score so quickly and then they could go up one. This is exactly what I was talking about. This Chiefs offense is too good to not put points up on your end. Field goals is not enough. And so the defense is playing pretty poorly, in, but they're only going to be able to do so much, right? I mean, I don't know. I am upset about the defensive performance. I am upset about both sides of the ball um, in this game, right? And for the defense, it was penalties and it was poor tackling. That was the story for the defense uh, in the early going of the game, Um And so on the 49ers offense following drive, they had about seven minutes left in the half. And at this point, I'm thinking, okay, seven minutes left in the half. Ideally, you want to take all of those seven minutes and you want to score at the end. Don't give the ball back to the Chiefs. Take all the seven minutes and get seven points. And then you're up before halftime. So here's what happened, though. CMC, he got a gain of two up the middle to start. Garoppolo, quick pass, a kittle over the middle for a first down. Now it's the offense getting called for a flag. False start on Danny Gray. Puts him at about first and 15. Jimmy Garoppolo on the next play throws downfield deep for Danny Gray. And Chiefs uh, corner, Thornhill, he was able to get his hands on it to force incompletion. I liked that they went for it. I liked them being aggressive. But uh, the Danny Gray stuff, it can it be a little more... Uh, more creative like I feel like anytime Danny Gray is in there like you know he's gonna go deep like it's kind of it's kind of obvious right like I don't know if you guys feel the same way but that's how I feel about the Danny Gray plays um and that one could have ended up complete I mean Jimmy threw a good ball it was just a good uh defensive play on uh Thornhill but 
I guess I like the aggression anyway. So then it's second and 15. Kittle is wide open. He gets the ball past midfield, gain of 34. Great. Very next play, CMC in the backfield. Debo was back there too after the snap. Got a lot of attention in the backfield from the defense. Jimmy hit Ayuk for a nice gain and another first down. So they're moving. They're moving the ball. This is good. This is very good. Juwan Jennings then gets called for a penalty on the next play. So now the 49ers are at first and 20. This they Remember, they started after the Danny Gray play. It was first and 15. Now it's first and 20 on another you know, another sequence. So CMC gets uh, five yards on a carry. So then it's second and 15 now. And the Chiefs call a blitz with Willie Gay as a free rusher and Jimmy Garoppolo gets sacked. 49ers were having a lot of trouble with the pressure that the Chiefs were dialing up. And it happened in some very key moments of the game. Um, I mean, the 49ers, they were able to get a penalty called on the Chiefs defense. They had too many guys on the field. So it cut down a third and 19 to a third and 14. Uh, but the next play, Jimmy gets the ball batted at the line and the 49ers offense gets called for a false start. Again, another penalty on the offense. And so it made it fourth and 19 and the 49ers, they went out of field goal range because of that, because of that false start. Unbelievable. So, and the, and the way that the Chiefs were able to get the false start was because they did this weird thing where I guess they like, they had their feet set and then they switched their feet. And so it made the, I think it was Jalen Moore on the field goal uh, unit. It made him uh, commit the false start. And so they got a little cute there. The Chiefs did, but luckily, luckily the 49ers, they did get the ball back. Because Mitch Wisnowski, uh, he he had a great knuckleball punt and Skymore muffed it. So you're thinking, okay, oh perfect. Like yes, the the 49ers offense screwed it up, but they have a chance to make it all better. And what better way to make it all better than to score right here? You are in the Chiefs' red zone. You you were gifted a possession and and the 49ers basically stole a possession from the chiefs and they got the ball in the red zone. You have to score. It's right before halftime 49ers get into a quick third and three though. And they must score here. No matter what it's third and three, right? Jimmy Garoppolo, he ends up getting pressured and just heaves it up, heaves it up, but doesn't throw it away. He just heaves it up to Ray Ray McLeod to the end zone and the chiefs are able to intercept it. Unbelievable. Why did he not throw it away? Throw it away. You can live another down if you just throw it away, like out out of the end zone, things like that, out of bounds, you know. And to make it worse, Jeff Wilson Jr. was wide open on that one. It Look, it was a very quick play, you know, like Garoppolo didn't have a lot of time to like obviously look around the field and see who was open. So, okay, I if he missed Jeff Wilson Jr., fine. But why – just throw it away. Just throw it away. And then they, the 49ers could have at least gotten a field goal. But, okay, they're gifted, gifted, gift-wrapped a trip to the end, to the red zone on that muffed punt. And not only did they get zero points out of it, but they coughed it up in the process. I guess those are just as bad, right? 
zero points is pretty bad. But they could have at least gotten three points. And yeah, I would have been pretty upset if they only got three, but at least they would have gotten three and not zero. So the Chiefs get the ball back with a little over a minute before the half. And uh, Mahomes, he got a big play to Kelsey. Poor tackling continues on the defensive side of the ball. John McDorlinor, who had been starting since Manny Mosley went on IR, he went down and he needed to get looked at. And so that's not good because then Ambry Thomas had to go in. And Ambry Thomas is just not, he's not that great. He's not good. And so I'm worried because if Ambry Thomas is out there and Patrick Mahomes is throwing the ball, it could be very bad for this defense. I I don't know uh, if Lenore went came back into the game. I, I didn't really notice if that happened or not. Maybe you guys could tell me in the uh, in the comments. But, uh, yeah, I, basically just not good that Lenore went down as well. The 49ers already playing kind of poorly, can't afford to lose – any guys on the defensive side of the ball, especially in the secondary. And so the Chiefs, basically, they're able to get in position to score before halftime. The next play, Ambry Thomas gives up the completion of Juju Smith-Schuster. And again, Ambry was playing because Lenore was out. Mahomes gets a touchdown pass, but it was negated by a penalty um, on committed on Nick Bosa. I don't even know what the penalty was. I just know that the touchdown didn't count, so that was a good thing. So the Chiefs, they had to settle for a field goal, which is huge because they had just marched down the field pretty easily. And, I mean, this is this is good for the 49ers defense, okay? And so the Chiefs kicker, uh, Butker or something like that, he missed it. He missed the field goal. And so the 49ers go into halftime down just one. A gift. A gift from the football gods. Down just one. I don't know how it happened, but they were down just one at halftime, and they should consider themselves very lucky. Kyle Shanahan looked relieved as hell on the sidelines. But they have a lot of work to do at this point, you know? They had a lot of adjustments to make at halftime on both sides of the ball if they had any chance to win this game. The Chiefs averaging 8.6 yards per play in the first half, and they only had the ball for 12 minutes. Kelsey at the half, four catches, 78 yards. Miko Hardman, he had two touchdowns in the first half. 49ers were inside Kansas City's 35-yard line five times and only had one touchdown and 13 points to show for it. That is that is why I'm also upset with the offense because, yes, the defense played horribly, but the, the offense also had some chances to keep up, and they didn't. They didn't. When you have that many trips in the red zone against this Chiefs' lethal offense, you have to put up points. You have to – Put up seven points every time. The field goals aren't going to cut it. This offense can move the ball, but it has a hard time finishing. And i that's my annoyance with this offense is that they, they can move the ball at a snail's pace usually, but at least they do it. But they can't finish. They have a hard time finishing, and that really showed in, in today's game. The Chiefs even got the ball back after the second half. And Isaiah Pacheco, the rookie, he got a huge return right off the gate, right out the gate. Um, and the 49ers, to make matters worse, Juwan Jennings, I'm pretty sure, got called for a penalty on a late push on the return. So Pacheco, 49 yards uh, of return on his own. And then 
the 49ers, Juwan Jennings, decided to give them 15 extra yards because 49 clearly was not enough. And again, you this offense is good enough. They don't need you giving them free yards, okay? So that was stupid by Juwan Jennings. Chiefs got the ball on the 49ers' 33-yard line. Clyde Edwards-Lair, he was able to get a 16-yard score, virtually untouched. Chiefs now up uh, 21-13. Poor effort from the defense once again. Chiefs pretty much carving them up every which way. I, I don't. It only took them 92 seconds to score in that drive after the half. Um, yeah, the the defense had no answer at all for anyone. Um, yeah, I mean, Ronnie here says penalties didn't help. Des here says this team is bad on both sides of the ball. The defense is so bad. First good team we played. Defense is not what we thought. All smoke and mirrors. That's a good point. This is probably the best, you know, team that we've faced. Uh, and you have to at least show that you could compete, right? That you can keep up. And this defense didn't do that today, right? They they looked pretty outmatched at every turn. And I know they're probably missing Emmanuel Mosley. I think that's a huge part of it. They're probably missing Eric Armstead and Kinlaw. I think that's a huge part of it as well. But to me, that's still not an excuse to look this bad. Like, it's not an excuse. You, And I get it. It's the chief off- offense. You know, they're really good. But you got to look better than that. You have to look better than that. Ronnie says Mike McGlinchey had a rough game. Indeed, he did. Indeed, he did. He looked absolutely terrible. So the 49ers, their first drive of the second half, they're actually um, able to score by way of a field goal. Once again, just a field goal. Uh, Jeff Wilson Jr. got a few nice runs on that one. The blocking was great by the offensive line. Uh, I think at some point in that drive, they were up to like 86 yards rushing the 49ers offense. So like that's, they like to play that kind of game, right? That when they're, you think when they're rushing is going well, things are going well for the offense. And it kind of was right. Like I was saying, they can move the ball. They were moving the ball. They got to the chiefs red zone, like a bunch of times in this game, but again, they can't finish. That's the one problem they have. And they, they settled for a field goal again. So they cut the lead to five, right? 21-16. But again, you have to be able to finish. Field goals aren't going to win you games against the Chiefs, especially when your defense is not playing at an elite level, which it was not. 49ers had, through the first six weeks of the season, 49ers had a 32% pressure rate um, on the season. Against the Chiefs, at least through like halfway through the game, they had a 9% rate against the Chiefs. So that's a huge drop-off as well, and that played a huge part in the game because Mahomes had like all day to throw. He he was so comfortable the entire game. And uh, yeah, the, I mean, the Chiefs, I think, have a pretty good offensive line, but to go from 32% pressure rate to 9%, that's terrible. You can't win that way either. And on the other side of the ball, as we were saying, Chris Jones was giving Mike McGlinchey fits all game. All game. And uh, the Chiefs were able to score on their next drive. Like, I'm not surprised. Um, 
it's crazy because on that drive, again, the defense is a, we're able to put them in third down situations, second and long situations, third and long situations. And every time the Chiefs offense had an answer, they were able to get away um, from those situations. And kind of like the offense, they were just not able to finish. They got them where they got them right where they wanted them just not able to finish. And that on both sides of the ball ended up being the story of the game. Not able to finish. Uh, The Chiefs were forced into a third and 20 on that drive. The defense gave up a huge play to former Niners, Jarek McKinnon of all people off the screen. And so the Chiefs at the 49ers four were able to score with ease. Justin Watson. I don't even know who that is. Do you know who Justin Watson is on the Chiefs? Because I don't. And he scored against the Niners on Jimmy Ward again. You know, so like not again, but you know what I mean? Jimmy Ward, like I said earlier, not having a great game. Still obviously rusty. Hasn't played much this season. The Chiefs now up 28-16. On the 49ers following drive, they put Brunskill in at right guard. I don't know if that's a, if they're going to make that a permanent thing, but that was interesting. But uh, unfortunately, they don't have a replacement for Mike McGlinchey, who was having a rough go at this one. On the very first play of the drive, McGlinchey got called for a hold, put them back right at the beginning of the drive at first and 20. Uh, they're able to, you know, cut it down uh, to a second and manageable and, uh, Jeff Wilson Jr. got a big gain on a carry, but guess what? The 49ers got called for a penalty, which, again, had been the case of the entire game, both sides of the ball, holding on two separate players that time, Debo and Trent Williams. And so the 49ers go into another first and 20 situation. I believe that was their second first and 20 situation of the game, shooting themselves in the foot at every turn. And Jimmy Garoppolo gets rocked, but he he got the ball out to McCaffrey. And he was able to make it a second and nine. Then Garoppolo hit Juwan Jennings quick to get a first down. Then on the very next play, a toss to the right to George Kittle. Um, And at that point, the third quarter ended. Fortnite was taking their time on this drive. So it would be pretty important that they scored on this one. Um, And they were, uh, I believe. Yeah, that was the drive where George Kittle... Uh, was able to score and come down with it. And so 49ers able to get points back on the board and they breathe some life into the team better late than ever, I guess. Uh, Levi's was rocking after that. Like it really did. Uh, the The crowd was dead before that. They, they were back into it after that. 49ers now down five. But again, it all went back to the 49ers defense to get a stop, something they were not able to do all game. And they certainly were not able to do it, uh, you know, this time. Uh, Miko Hardman was able to score his third of the day. Again, way too easy for this team. And the defense continues to have. By the way, the defense was able to force the Chiefs into another third down situation on that one. Um, Nick Bosa also got a sack. Uh, it was third and 11, but Mahomes... On that third and 11 play, he went way deep to Valdez Scantling, a 52-yard play, which set them up into the red zone. And uh, 
again, Michael Hardman was able to get the score on that one. And the Chiefs had scored on five of their last six possessions at that point in the game. And their offense was averaging 9.5 yards per play. Um, and it was pretty much back to square one. Like, yeah, the 49ers offense was able to score on the previous drive, but whoopee, you're, you're back down the same you were before. It's 35-23. And the 49ers have to get another scoring drive with a little over 10 minutes in the fourth. And this is kind of where it just all derails. Like, they had nothing left in them. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo ran into a sack with confidence. It was so weird. I don't know where he thought he was going, but he was running with confidence right into a sack. I don't know what happened. Then the very next play, in his backed up in his own end zone, takes another sack. It's a safety. Now it's a 14-point game, and the 49ers have to give the ball back to the Chiefs. And what do the Chiefs do? They score again. That's when it became 42-23. And, uh, yeah, just not – I I was ready to stop watching at that point. Oh, no, 42. It was 44. Oh, I see I see what he meant. Yeah, the score was 44. 44-23, my bad. The defense gave up 42. Yes, I was confused by that one. They, they gave up 42, The but it was 44 because of the safety. Yeah, so not, not great, you know. Um, yeah, so the Chiefs were able to hang 42 on the 49ers defense. And the 49ers just looked like an unserious team. Like I don't I don't know if there's any other like fans of any other team out there who would watch that game and think that the 49ers are contenders cuz they they just looked terrible at both on both sides of the ball. After that drive, the 49ers allowed were allowing a 10.2 yards per play to the Chiefs. After the Chiefs went up 44-23. 10.2 yards per play, averaging a first down per play. Oh, God. And then the, I mean, it doesn't even matter what happened after that point. The 49ers weren't able to do anything. Jimmy Garoppolo coughed up the football. Um, Chris Jones working against Mike McGlinchey. Again, Mike McGlinchey, terrible today. Jimmy Garoppolo of right tackles, Mike McGlinchey is. I tweeted that earlier. because. Uh, when he's good, he's pretty good. And uh, when he's good, people don't really notice, like, because you don't hear his name. Um, but when he's bad, it's pretty bad. And uh, people really lay into him because it's very noticeable. <laughs> and he gets his name called uh, a lot of times. So the Jimmy Garoppolo of right tackles, that's what Mike McGlinchey is. Um, Good Mike and bad Mike, I guess. So the 49ers lost 44-23. The 49ers are now 3-4 and four on the season. And the Seahawks, pretty sure they did win today, right? So they're now in first place in the division. And, uh, yeah, the 49ers have to figure it out against the Rams next week. Lucky for the 49ers, they seem to always figure it out against the Rams when they're in this back-against-the-wall situation. Uh, so, I don't know. The There's a lot of work to do, though, because this defense did not look good today. And like I said, it, it came down to not being able to finish in key moments on both sides of the ball, and it came down to um, penalties on both sides of the ball. So both... I, there's 
a lot needs to get fixed, um, you know, before next game. And uh, I just hope, I hope that it, that it could, right. I hope that it could. Um, But yeah, I'm obviously very frustrated with this loss. It's look going into this game. I felt good about it, but I also was prepared for them to lose. Like, you know, when they play a team that's really good, like you're always kind of um, prepared for them to possibly lose. Uh, But I wasn't prepared for them to lose like this. I think that's why I'm so mad about it because they could have lost and yeah, I would have been upset, but had they put up a better fight than this, I think I would have felt a little bit better at least. And I'd have just said, Hey, it's the chiefs, but they looked so bad, especially the defense who has been like the anchor of this team this entire season. And they looked so bad today that I'm like, shit, like, are, are they even, can we depend on them every game? You know? And that's why it comes down to the offense. Like they need to get more comfortable with scoring putting points up because maybe this defense isn't going to be able to be your security blanket the whole season. Right. And so the 49ers need to learn how to win. uh, Even when things go wrong, you know what I mean? I mean, for the chiefs, not everything went right for them, but they still found a way to win. They had the interception early in the game. They had the muff punt. Uh, You know, I think there was a lot of penalties for the chiefs as well. Uh, they were in a lot of third down situations and they still were able to, you know, get out of those, um, and and were able to come out with a convincing win. And, uh, of course it's easy when your quarterback is Patrick Mahomes, he, he has a big margin for error, but still it just wasn't, was not a good, not a good game. Uh, Niners Warriors comments here. Penalties are usually a sign of bad coaching. Look, I, yes, that definitely falls on Kyle Shanahan. Um, execution at the end of the day falls on Kyle Shanahan. And there's inconsistencies with this team's execution. Uh, one week we'll get drops and we won't get penalties. The other week we won't get drops, but we'll get penalties. You know what I mean? Like it, it's never consistent as far as like execution goes with this team. And they're such a talented team that there's no excuse to continue to make the same mistakes over and over. Um, Niners Warriors also comments, Andy Reed put on a masterclass on Kyle. Kyle didn't look like he was in his league out there. I agree. I mean, and Andy Reed, I just want to say like, he is, he's been in the league a long time. He hasn't always been this great at coaching, uh, but yeah, I mean, I agree. Kyle Shanahan looked outmatched out there, and uh, Andy Reid is one of the best at this point, and he has Patrick Mahomes, so that makes it even harder, right? Just got to remember, I mean, 49ers thought they were going to have Trey Lance going into this season, so Jimmy Garoppolo, not quite the same threat, but... That's not an excuse either, right? The 49ers have to figure out a way to win regardless of all that. And, uh, yeah, Niners Warrior says, Kyle, too worried about being friends with his players sometimes and needs to coach these guys. I don't know if he's worried about being friends with his players, but, yeah, I think um, it's almost like he 
he trusts his guys too much to not make those mistakes, but then I guess forgets that he is responsible at the end of the day to make sure that those guys don't make those mistakes. I don't know. Luckily, again, the Rams seem to be a get right game for the 49ers in the last couple seasons more often than not, right? So 49ers have a chance to look good for us, turn it around before the bye week. Hopefully they can do that. Um, yeah, and uh, it's it's a long season. It's week seven. 49ers are 3-4, but the NFC is pretty weak. So they have time to figure it out, but they need to freaking do it. You know, they need to do it. And hopefully it's against the Rams once again <laughs> next week. But all right, guys, um, thank you so much for watching. I know the 49ers lost, and I know you guys are in a bad mood, but please like this video, okay? I didn't I didn't play out there, okay? I didn't put on a disaster class. I put on a fine podcast for you today. Make sure you give me a like, okay? Do this for you guys. Uh, Niners Warriors had one more question here. Steph, if you had one move to make before the deadline, what position player would you get? Cornerback seems like an obvious one in my opinion. I don't know if the 49ers have another trade in them. Uh, they gave up quite a lot for Christian McCaffrey, and I'm happy with that trade. Um, but, yeah, they uh, – I know Jordan, Jordan Elliott, friend of the pod, uh, he mentioned um, Sa, uh trying to get him in in the interior defensive line. That would be a pretty good addition. And he's a free agent, so you wouldn't need to give up any assets for him. But the interior of the defensive line is – shaky right now right so having a guy like um so would would i think i think would help corner yeah that'd be great but i don't think they have the draft capital to do it um i mean they do technically but i don't know they already gave up so much for cmc so i don't think they they gave up give up any more for a corner at this point but all right, guys, um, I'm going to end it right here. I hope you guys have a good rest of your night despite the loss, okay? Um, <laughs> and uh, I'll talk to you guys later this week. All right? Peace.